welcome to the fifth episode of the Weber 2.0 podcast. Um, welcome to our listeners. Uh, this is a special edition, as you probably know, of the European talks of the European Policy Center. It's the uh, only podcast that focuses on the EU integration of the Western Balkans uh, region. And uh, uh, I am Milo Zindic, program manager in the European Policy Center and lead research of the Weber 2.0 project. We are now, uh, we are today discussing one uh, quite interesting and important topic, and this is uh, quality management in um, public administration, more precisely use of quality management tools um, that should serve the purpose of, uh, let's say, self-improvement of administration bodies or um, in their pursuit of organizational uh, excellence and uh, quality in, uh, in their work. So quality management is also something that um, uh, is uh, closely monitored in the EU integration process of, this, of, uh, of our countries in the region. Um, and uh, more specifically, one of the tools that is also um, uh, at, let's say, disposition uh, of the countries in the region is the common assessment, uh, the so-called common assessment framework, a self-assessment tool for public administration bodies to uh, to implement. So this, this topic is generally relevant in the context of public sector modernization and specifically for making more user-oriented administrations. So uh, we have today with us um, uh, uh, Weber Advisory Council members, our guest, Mr. Thomas Prorok uh, from the uh, Center of Public Administration Research or in short, KDZ. And we could not think of a better um, guest for this topic to, to discuss uh, with us here today since uh, Mr. Prorok has extensive hands-on experience in supporting administrations in the region in the implementation of common assessment framework, which we can shortly uh, call CAF for the purpose of uh, this conversation. So hello, Thomas. Uh, welcome on board uh, to this podcast episode. It is really our pleasure to have you for this, uh, for this conversation. Hello, Milos. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm looking forward. Let's start by um, giving our listeners a bit uh, a bit broader perspective on the uh, quality management and the common assessment framework and uh, shedding a light on what the CAF actually uh, is, what is its maybe a brief history or uh, basic premises that it uh, relies upon and what does it entail actually in practice. So based on your huge experience, can you just give us a short introduction to the, to the topic? Yes. I. I... I'm happy to do that. Yeah, CAF, uh, Common Assessment Framework. Um, honestly, it's a little bit crazy name for some of us, uh, but um, it's already existing since more than 20 years, the Common Assessment Framework, is in fact a European tool for better quality and governance in public administration. That is the main issue. We want to have better quality and better governance in the public sector organizations in whole Europe. And it's a tool which is based on self-assessment. You said it, uh, you said it already, which means um, that um, the employees, the workforce, together with the leadership of a municipality, a ministry, also a public company, um, work out together improvements. Improvements of the services of their organization for the citizens and the customers. And that is the important thing. So we have a self-assessment system. Uh, self-assessment means we don't ask 
external consultants for how to get better. We make it based by the own organization. The own organization always knows best how to be better, how to serve better for the citizens and municipality, for example, in kindergartens, huh? services, or building permissions, how to make them better. That is needed. Why is it needed? It's needed to improve, I mean, economic prosperity and also the social um, Uh, the social system uh, and the social security, um, social development of um, um, of a country. European tool means it has been developed by European public sector organizations. Imagine we don't have something similar. So the ministries of public administration of several countries of Europe um, came together more than 20 years ago and said, okay, we want to develop this together. We want to develop together a tool how to get better. Um, and that's an absolute great added value uh, so that we have a tool which comes from the public sector itself. And till now, um, it is also further developed by this group, uh, by these ministries of public administration um, of, um, um, of, uh, of European countries. And just... Uh, Uh, one aspect, uh, the last version, which is the version uh, 2020, um, was already um, um, uh, further developed also with, uh, with, with countries, with ministries from the Western Balkan region. Uh, so we have really a great, uh, a great tool for improving public sector organizations. Uh, thank you. So CAF uh, uh, in general is really a robust and let's say holistic tool. That, as we said, the relies on self-assessment, the employees and executives work together for the, for the better quality. That's the uh, for customers, for services. That's the baseline, let's say, idea. And in that way, they should pursue um, excellence. But uh, in order to make this uh, conversation a bit more, let's say, uh, controversial in a way, let's just you know uh, speak a little bit about what are the main drivers behind implementing it. So. It is a tool for public sector organizations, okay? So uh, uh, no one from an outside is involved, right? So it really relies on the people from within the uh, institutions. But what is the main incentive or incentives for them to do that? If we know that sometimes the public sector can be a bit slow when it comes to uh, change, when it comes to development and generally, Um, changing the way of uh, the operation. So what does your experience tell us about that? You are, you are fully right. Huh? There is, let's say, the rumor that uh, public administration is slow. Huh? It's a very bureaucratic, uh, um, a very bureaucratic, uh, bureaucratic systems. How can they improve themselves? Huh? Uh, that's true on the one side, but CAF, um, and that is the added value, gives them a, a guideline. Yeah. A guideline where to look at, to look at, specific issues of leadership, uh, specific issues of processes, uh, of, um, of the strategy of the organization. And, um, and with this guideline, you know, taking them, their organizations at their, at their hands uh, and going one step forward um, with this guideline, um, they get better. The organizations get better. And when you ask me what is the added value then for, let's say, the workforce or the organization itself, um, That is the kind of the spirit of CAF, because um, with this working together of um, uh, the workforce, you know, staff and, and management executives, um, this is not very usual. And honestly, it's even 
less usual in uh, when we are talking about now the Western Balkan countries, rather than, for example, in Austria, where I'm coming from. Uh, there it's also not absolutely usual, but it, when you compare it, uh, this working together on a consensus-oriented basis, management yeah, and, 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 and workforce, working together and together improving the organization is, an, is a value. And this is uh, the added value um, for the, um, also for the staff. So we open the organizational culture yeah, um, to a kind of dialogue. Yeah. People are allowed to say what they think about the organization in a, how to say, in a structured surrounding, yeah, in a structured framework. Um, and this brings a new spirit to the organization. Yeah. That, is, that is very important. And honestly, also for the region, this openness, this method of consensus leading to a new organizational culture of transparency and less hierarchy. Yeah? Mm -hmm. This is an added value, which in my view, the, the, the Western Balkan region needs also, huh? because we need more courageous civil servants who are, who dare to say their opinion on the, um, uh, let's say on the services, huh? On the processes yes, of the exactly, organization yes. in order to get in order to get better. Um, so yes, uh, it's not easy, honestly. Uh, and um, when you say now maybe slow and and whatever, yes, yeah. But we focus on the continuous improvement. Mm -hmm. We say it's better to go one step, yeah. And this step is then really gone together. Yeah? Rather than having the big, you know, we always talk about strategy and vision. Huh? We have so many strategies and visions, but we mm. never go into this direction. And CAF makes it the other way around. We say one small step, starting with that, and in the face of a continuous improvement, afterwards going the next step. And this is the sustainable and the sustainability in the public administration reform uh, approach of, um, of CAF. Mm -hmm. Yes, excellent. So uh, it's definitely, as you suggested, basically, it's definitely better to have uh, something than nothing and focusing on the continuous uh, improvement uh, over time. So uh, when we dive in into a bit more specifics, we see that uh, CAF has these uh, nine core elements, if I'm not mistaken. OK, yeah. and one of them, one of them is leadership. OK, so. Uh, uh, leadership in a general sense does not necessarily mean only top managers or leaders, but leaders are born also within the organization. So uh, having that in mind, that uh, one element is focusing on the leadership and that uh, we also need, as you said, the courageous civil servants who are who dare to uh, give their opinion, opinion on, the, on the quality of services and improvement in, within the organization. How much do you think is the political support in a municipality, in a ministry, in a governmental agency is important for this. Is it? So uh, can yeah, politicians it, stop self-improvement? In fact, it is important, yes. Um, so, uh, I mean, let's say both aspects of leadership because we have on the one side the political, but we have also, let's say, the administrative leadership and, you know, everything behind, uh, in between. Um, this is, of course, um, uh, this is, of course, of, of highest importance. And when you ask me for success factors of uh, CAF implementations and maybe also of differences, which uh, which I find out 
um, in uh, between countries, but also between organizations. Of course, the commitment of the leadership is um, yeah, it's the top it's the top priority. Um, so yes, we need the, uh, the 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 commitment of the leadership, and yes, of course, um, uh, a minister, for example, can stop the process. And we have this problem in all countries, uh, Milos. Unfortunately, in all countries, not not just let's say now in the Western Balkan regions. I mean, if ministers change, uh, it sometimes happens that also programs, CAF programs, cha uh, stop, change, uh, or even total public administration reform projects, uh, programs uh, stop. That is a problem that we have, um, but it also shows us where to, how to say, um, uh, uh, where to look, how to, where to look a little bit more in details, uh, because why do mm -hmm. they change afterwards? Because we didn't succeed in making the structure uh, appropriate. So this means, I'm, I'm now talking about CAF, but you can also broaden the talk, you can also broaden it. Huh? But it means mm -hmm. when, when from one day to the other, a minister can stop it, we didn't have uh, uh, um, appropriate structures, appropriate, in this case, quality management or public administration reform um, or the organizational development structures in the uh, in the in the organizations, so that's one point. But let me now be a little bit more how to say controversial. If you wanted to be controversial, sometimes and and not not and let's say it it happens not only sometimes. It's an excuse to say, ah, minister doesn't doesn't support us, or minister doesn't mm -hmm. want to support us, or whatever, huh? or ministers changed or whatever. Honestly, I really see that sometimes this is an excuse uh, for, yeah, missing structures, yeah, uh, not appropriate structures, and even maybe also a kind of uh, reluctance by, you know, the maybe also leadership, uh, administrative leadership, not to follow on. Uh. So uh, we have to take care. Uh. Yes, we have the problem, especially in a, in a volatile, how to say, political system, uh, which has changes quite often, which is maybe more, um, we have the problem also, uh, yeah, how to say, in a, in a, in a really quite hierarchical, hierarchical order, order, so where prime minister or president can change quite quickly uh, the, the, the ministers, uh, and then of course you have confusion and you don't know, uh, so that's not good, but it, it happens. But much more, I really see that it's an excuse. It's an excuse, you know, the minister doesn't want, so we don't for that. So we have to work on that. So this um, um, making an excuse, okay, and the importance of leadership actually in supporting the, the quality management process uh, is, uh, a nice introduction to the next question that I have, and this is about the uh, Western Balkan region uh, in more specific. Okay, so uh, KDZ and yourself have a lot of experiences in working with the uh, administrations in the region. Uh, just to name, a to name a few, uh, civil service agency in Bosnia-Herzegovina, um, Statistic Institute in uh, Bosnia-Herzegovina too, Ministries of Public Administration, Montenegro, Serbia, um, etc. Uh, so, uh, since you know, implementing CAF is a relatively new practice. At least, this is something that I uh, that I uh, gathered so far in this region. 
what would you say are the most uh, frequent, uh, let's say, uh, excuses, if you will, or lessons learned, or some positive examples in its implementation um, in the region? Do they have something uh, in common? Okay, you worked on a specific case studies, but still, maybe there is something that can be uh, generalized or not. Or if mm. you will, we can say something about these specific cases. So what is something that you have stumbled upon in working with yes. them? Or maybe there is a, some positive message out there. Yeah, yes. So, so maybe, maybe there are some, some things we learned. Huh? And um, first, I have to admit, of course, there, there, are, there are different differences between the countries, but I don't want to focus on that now. But what I learned is um, we made CAF in different organizations, and we had really, ex some of them you mentioned were really excellent organizations, and they had a spirit and a seriousness in implementing, um, which I didn't observe in many other countries I have already been working. Huh? Mm -hmm. But on the other side, we also explored other organizations. With some, we had, we also stopped the CAF implementation. Um, and this, honestly, this is an issue which uh, doesn't occur so often in, for example, when I do CAF in Austria. Huh? So the number of, of, of CAF processes which we stopped yeah, because of missing commitment of the leadership, yeah, what we mentioned before, but it was a mixture of, it was, it was in fact never the minister. Yeah? It was the, the leadership in municipality, in a ministry or in a department, however. Yeah? So missing commitment. Um, what we also observed when we stopped, um, we have really different organizations. Some take it serious. You feel it. You go there and they say, okay, we want to get better. How to do that? And they are within, they are in the process and they support. And then there are other organizations which don't take it serious. They make it as an exercise, maybe public relations exercise, something like that, or an exercise, you know, mm -hmm. to market in the uh, in a, in the questionnaire for sigma, something like that. Huh? Um, so there is also a difference uh, in how you how serious you take it. Uh, how really are you interested in getting better as organization? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's also something we learned. And and really we have we had really both both cases, uh, but the second ones where we had to stop occurred much more often rather than in in. Uh, I take another example, Austria. Yeah. That is, that is a lesson learned, and we have to focus on that. Huh? We, because we want to make CAF to get better for the citizens and nothing else, nothing else. Um, we also have an issue of the leadership integration. So it's not just, you know, the commitment. It's also the in integrating the leader and the leadership, not the minister, but the director, for example. So this is something which I really see is a difference between uh, CAFs I do uh, in Austria and other, let's say, EU countries, European Union countries, uh, uh, when I compare it with, uh, let's say, now Western Balkan countries. Uh, very, very seldom the highest administrative leader, director, or uh, how you ever call it, head of a unit or something like that, um, is participating in the CAF. Mm -hmm. But that's necessary. That's necessary because it's an it's an it's a common improvement. It's a common improvement area. When you just do it with the middle management, yeah, 
and maybe also this middle management withdraws, uh, then you will not have good results. Huh? Um, and this is also something we see. Huh? So more uh, integration and responsibility of the leadership yeah, for uh, these organizational developments which come, uh, which come with, um, uh, with the CAF. Um, uh, and then it's this issue of, um, you know, CAF is not a theoretical exercise. Uh, it's not the model, quality model, and you say, ah, we have leadership and whatever. No, it's it's about getting better, and this has to be this has to be clear. This is why we do it. And I can I don't tell you which one now, but we have really we had really good experiences with with, uh, with many organizations going into this direction. And this is why I say, okay, when you ask me now what to do is, then it's taking these good organizations, yeah, um, how to say uh, in, in, in in German we would say in front of the curtain. Huh? We have to show them. Huh? We have to show these inspiring practices, inspiring examples, uh, it's so that the others can learn on the one side and also see, okay, it works. Huh? And uh, it just makes sense if we are really committed to it. It just makes sense if the if the leadership is supporting and integrated in the uh, in the calf. And it's also something um, uh, you know, being responsible. Oh, I mean, when you make a workshop, we expect that everyone comes to the workshop. Huh? Yes. Um, and maybe not one day before, how to say, postponing it. Huh? Or, um, yeah, now maybe just half of the people are there. Or, you know, the first half comes in the morning, the after one comes in the, uh, comes in the afternoon. You cannot work like that. Huh? I don't want to say that this happened very often. Yeah. And. But these are the things, you know, they are, it's more these organizational culture issues which make the difference. And we see where this organizational culture of responsibility, of leadership integration, of taking it serious is high developed. And this you find in all of the countries, you find organizations in all of the countries, but you still, of course, find many organizations in most of the countries which have this organizational culture not very intensively um, uh, developed, and that's the problem. Huh? Yes. Yeah. So I, looking uh, behind, can... we have to we have to go deeper. Huh? In uh, mm -hmm. it's not just you know making uh, making a strategy. Huh? It's then uh, making making um, yeah going into details. That's point taken, definitely. So uh, uh, there needs to be a commitment on top, because if there is no commitment on top for the organizational performance and improvement, then you then one wonders uh, what is the uh, what are the other priorities of the, of the of the leader in the organization. This should definitely be one of the one of these priorities. I, I just want to go back uh, very shortly. You uh, mentioned. Um, um, uh, possibility of uh, taking boxes or checking boxes for some exercises like for uh, Sigma. Um, Sigma um, assessment. So we uh, we have seen that the Sigma recently published reports for uh, the entire Western Balkans, and in one part they also um, uh, assess the state when it comes to uh, the state of affairs when it comes to use of quality management tools. Now, without going into details uh, for particular countries, uh, there is this um, general, let's say, uh, takeaway take away message that uh, implementation of these tools. Cough included, is either um, 
sporadic or um, anecdotal, and that there is barely no, uh, let's say, coordinated approach or a general approach um, altogether. Uh, now, you, you've been speaking how there are always islands of excellence. There are always mm. examples, of course, and we should focus on them. And that's, that's really true because they can also uh, incentivize others. Mm. Uh, but in your, in your experience, yeah. what, what would it take for this to become uh, um, or to have a general or coordinated, coordinated approach to the extent possible. We have one example in the region, and this is uh, North Macedonia, where the uh, implementation of CAF has been made uh, legally mandatory. I think it was a law in uh, 2013. But, but mm. even in that case, uh, Sigma says that uh, the uh, you know, the, the take up, the usage has uh, declined. So maybe in answering to that question, just a sub question, do you think that um, institutionalizing or even making it legally binding does actually uh, serve any purpose in this regard? No, Milos, that is uh, in my view, not, uh, not the case. And um, I also think that um, uh, in, in North Macedonia, uh, it was not the law which made CAF, how to say, more used uh, than in other countries. It was more a program which was, uh, which was built up. Of course, I mean, this program was the, conse was the consequence of the law, huh? because when you have a law, the ministry has to make a, a program. Huh? But um, uh, my information was that, that, that uh, it was then also not the law, um, and uh, and more really this uh, the support uh, support from I think it was also OECE uh, in this um, uh, in, in 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 this phase. I mean they had a strong partner. Um, they had a strong partner with finances, and it was MISA, the Ministry of um, of Information Society and and Administration, who had a, who, who who ran a program, who took the responsibility. So when you ask me what is needed, we need the Ministry of Public Administration taking the responsibility. And here I am a little bit, um, I, I, see, I see it maybe a little bit more better than, 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 than some of the Sigma reports because some of the countries, I don't want to mention now which one or what, have this responsibility uh, in, mm -hmm. let's say, in the, in the ministry and also um, uh, really engaged, um, uh, engaged, um, engaged experts for that. Huh? So um, that is, is, um, is, um, uh, that is needed. And of course, it mm -hmm. needs to be intensified and whatever. So the responsibility, it has to be, be clear, in, but best in the Ministry of Public Administration that we want to do it. We have a, a responsible person, maybe two responsible persons are there supporting um, the other organizations uh, in, uh, in, in implementing. So that is, that is needed and it is somehow starting um, in, uh, in, uh, in, in many countries in the regions. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, also, I mean, Bosnia has also a long history, meanwhile, with PACO, mm -hmm. uh, with the um, uh, uh, Public Administration Reform Committee or something like that. Sorry. Coordinator's um, office, yes. Office, yeah, yeah. Um, which also has a long-standing uh, long, long support and program. But, uh, so, um, um, so there are, how to say, also some, some lights, but it's true. Mm -hmm. It's not enough. But let me say one more thing, Milos. Look at the other European Union countries, compare it. And uh, we don't have many countries which really have this intensive uh, support 
from on the on the from the from the ministry. So sometimes mm-hmm. I think, um, let's say European Commission or European Union is now demanding or requesting from um, from the region, uh, from the Western Balkan region, more uh, mm-hmm. more than most of the countries um, uh, of the EU countries itself have. Huh? And um, and uh, so, in my view, really, each country has to consider what is needed. Huh? And mm-hmm. for sure, there is much more needed. Uh, but um, but it is it is task uh, and responsibility of the of the own government to consider. Okay, how can we improve the quality? Why do we improve the quality for the citizens? We need that. RCC is ba- making the monitoring. Huh? The uh, the Western mm-hmm. Balkan monitoring, and then you, there you see why you need it, huh? because people are not satisfied with the services. There is no trust in the, or not enough trust huh? in the political systems slash in the administration. So that has yes, to be worked on. And quality is one approach. And this is why each Ministry of Public Administration should have this as, um, as a responsibility in their, mm-hmm. uh, or in their organizational chart. Interesting, very, uh, quite a few interesting points. You know, some would say that uh, the entire public administration reform requirements um, that uh, EU, uh, the EU Commission is asking from Western Balkans is more than you can sometimes find from the EU member state, but that's totally another topic, uh, of course. Uh, but anyway, uh, as I said, interesting points. And you didn't, didn't want to bring up any examples, but I will. <laughs> so uh, speaking about your responsibility, uh, I'm not sure if you're... Um, in forward, I mean, I, I guess you are, of course, also the Ministry of Public Administration, local self-government in Serbia also has uh, taken, let's say, this more proactive approach. So they are, uh, uh, you know, boasting being the first in Serbia who implemented the CAF, let's say maybe even the, I don't know, it's the first or second cycle, uh, but first in the administration, and they are also inviting uh, others. Do you, um, I, there is even a separate portal for, Common assistant framework in uh, of the ministry. So, do you think that this approach also uh, shows that someone has uh, you know, taken up responsibilities in this regard, or uh, it still needs more? Uh, this is just a basically example. That no, no, that that's the good direction. And I mean, uh, this is I I I know this, and uh, and and I know also the engagement of the of of the persons there. Uh, and this mm-hmm. is the right this is the right way. I I also see. Um, I see a good, how to say, track uh, on on that. Not just in Serbia, but you know also the the cooperation um, of the of the countries, um, which is now going on via RESPA, via the Regional School of mm-hmm. Public Administration, um, is in my view also a very, you know, we are supporting that. So I mean, I have to say that, but uh, um, um, is is here very important. Uh, so that these CAF and or quality representatives of the of the countries come together exchange um, and then build up also an expert pool uh, or how to say a competence pool um, for for the region uh, in order to better implement uh, in order to better implement CAF or also other other quality management instruments mm-hmm. so it's, it, it, we, we, I mean, we are not talking about CAF, but um, but um, I think yes, many of the listeners know that there are also others, ISOR or EFQM, and CAF is very much related to the EFQM model, the European Foundation for Quality Management. So that's important. So we have these light towers, huh? and let's say when the, in, in, in Serbia, the ministry 
um, uh, the ministry is um, um, uh, for public education and, and local self government is is one of these can, light towers, huh? and we have also light towers in the other uh, in some other countries. And it's important that the exchange that they come together and make the uh, make the program um, um, uh, even 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 with more impact uh, in mm-hmm. uh, in the in the region. Very good point on the exchange and regional cooperation. I think this is one important point, not only for quality management, for some other topics as well. And, of course, yeah. But, yeah. yeah, and what uh, yeah, RESPA generally and uh, RCC are doing is something different that goes in uh, in favor of that and uh, the benefits are clearly visible. Uh, uh, my last question for you, and perhaps after that, if you have something to add that we did not touch upon, that is important, you can, of course. But my last question for you would be to maybe uh, get us a little bit more information about the uh, ongoing or future uh, KDZ plans or activities. So you have a CAF center at uh, KDZ. Uh, you provide different uh, kinds or uh, uh, CAF services that are you know, uh, uh, more or less comprehensive. Um, is there, what is currently in the pipeline? What do, you, uh, what do you plan? What are you working on? Maybe also to mention some uh, Good project examples that were implemented, like uh, Batsid in short, right? So one and two. So uh, what you are up to yeah. at the moment? I think it would be useful for all of us for all of us to hear. And will you be engaged in the region? Uh, in the- <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, uh, I think uh, three things. Uh, f- first, what I think is very important um, uh, for for all of us uh, who are, who are working on public administration and quality is that uh, a big program now. From the European Commission um, uh, went to OECD, not to Sigma, but to uh, you know to, to the Public Governance uh, Directorate mm-hmm. in um, in in making survey for improving CAF um, after uh, the how to say the COVID crisis, strengthen the resilience uh, of this CAF um, after the. COVID or COVID crisis. This is now going on, and um, mm-hmm. and there were questionnaires, and I know that uh, also uh, so, uh, some uh, some organizations from the region contributed to that. That's important because this means that the CAF is um, is is well aware, you know, on this in these European institution institutions or European Commission. I also think that they should use CAF, huh? so they don't do it, but they should use CAF, um, and and also OECD. That's um, that's that's the one thing. The other thing is we are we are um, uh, we are supporting CAF implementations in several uh, organizations, also on the European on the European level. Uh, you know, European institutions. That's for us very important because it's not just that you know a ministry does it. It's also important that European institution doing it. And I think in future it should also be done by a European Commission. We were now also supporting Bhutan. The, the country Bhutan is yeah. mm-hmm. implementing CAF. So CAF is, is spreading in, in, in the world. And when you ask now for uh, for our partners or for, for for let's say for the Western Balkan region, yes, we go on and we have uh, this strong partner uh, RESPA. And uh, the RESPA, I'm I'm really happy and proud because we supported RESPA in in, in a setting up. The regional quality management center in RESPA. That's important. Huh? You know, I don't want to be the consultant running around and doing cafe everywhere. We want to, um, we want to empower. We want to empower uh, the organizations to do cafe by themselves. That's the original idea. 
And it's going into this direction. So when the next two years, the, the quality management, regional quality management center in RESPA uh, will get fully operative, meaning that we make a kind of mentoring program. We are in the back. Uh, um, we, will, um, we will empower um, local, um, uh, local experts for doing tough, and we are in the back in, in a kind of mentoring, in the mentoring system. Um, RESPA will, together with our support, uh, set up uh, the certification system for CAF. You mm -hmm. know, you can also get a certificate for being a good CAF user, uh, the, 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 the effective CAF user label, and this will be, can be in future provided by RESPA, so that will be important for the region. Um, and this, this needs a lot of work done huh? because then you need also these, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, we call them EFACs, the external feedback actors. Huh? So this will need also those mm -hmm. who can certify. Huh? So we have to train them also. Um, and last but not least, and that's for, for me uh, also the, 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 the most interesting thing is um, uh, enhancing the CAF network in the region. So all the those responsible in the ministries, they will meet together with RESPA, they will work out standards for CAF implementation, uh, exchange, um, and also support then the CAF uh, users in, in the region. So that, and, and here we are supporting, here we are cooperating. This is again a, um, a co-financed by the Austrian Development Agency. That's absolutely great. So we are, we are able to work together with RESPA on that. And via that, it's spread then uh, in, um, in, in the region. And that is what we want. And um, I have really now already worked with some experts in some countries. Um, and I'm really, I'm here really very optimistic huh? that, uh, that this, 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 this knowledge and this competence gets uh, spread and then used uh, also better in the countries. Yes, thank you, Thomas. It seems that your uh, work is really gaining ground that is going in, in many uh, right, uh, right directions. And uh, it will be uh, especially interesting and important here for the region, at least, to follow the activities when it comes to uh, cooperation with RESPA, their CAF uh, center and expertise, empowering local experts, as you said, and, uh, and uh, broadening this uh, network of exchange within the institution. So thank you very much for this uh, very, very, very timely uh, updates. Uh, on the matter. So for our listeners, if you want to know more about the work of the KDZ and Mr. Thomas Prorok uh, related uh, to CAF, you can uh, visit their web website. There is a section on the CAF Center and uh, there is a lot of information there to get yourself self either familiar with it or uh, to start uh, digging deep. Uh, Thomas, it was really a pleasure to uh, have a conversation with you. I'm sure this uh, could go on. We have uh, reached the uh, end of the line for this podcast, at least, but we will uh, continue. Uh, we will continue in some other venue, hopefully in person sometime. Uh, uh, but anyway, uh, thank you once again. It was a pleasure to have you. And um, until the next time, right? That's it. Thank you, Milos. All the best and uh, see you. Ciao. All the best. Bye -bye.